Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. I listen to the trumpet of Jesus, how the world hears a different sound. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jews have returned to the Holy Land. The Jews have reestablished the nation of Israel. The nations of the world are gathering against her, and I have a front row seat to watch it. Doctor of Philosophy and Teacher of Christian Thought Richard Lamborn with you this afternoon, clarifying understanding and strengthening convictions by using the tools of biblical exposition, systematic theology philosophy of science and religion, Christian professional ethics, and, as always, good old-fashioned, hard-hitting, right-between-the-eyes Christian apologetics. The United States of America is going to one day join the world in its anti-Semitic rage, the window of opportunity to put your faith in God through Jesus Christ in free America is slowly closing. Time is running out. Put your faith in God through Jesus Christ. Live the biblical worldview. We will be right back. Folks, the Tampa Bay Center for Christian Thought has expanded to a Sunday morning program. We are now offering a class at the 4th Street Panera Bread in St. Petersburg from 9 to 10.30 a.m. If you want to study the Bible in the friendly confines of this restaurant's community room, you are invited. Your food and drink receipt will go toward the cost of the room. The 4th Street Panera Bread is located at 1906 4th Street North, right across the street from the Sunken Gardens. If you want to talk with me further about this study opportunity, call me at 727-599-1013 or email me at ctrl at tampabay.rr.com. Bring your Bible and whatever study age you want. If you do not own a Bible, bring your computer and follow along online. We will get you a printed Bible later on. In either case, I look forward to seeing you there. The Bible says that reality has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 through 15 says, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, 
standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them, and each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. The Johannine Christian literature begins with a prepositional phrase, in the beginning. This is in relation to the beginning of bodies in motion through space and time, caused by the Word before becoming flesh. The book of Genesis in the Torah starts the same way, in the beginning. It proceeds to say that God created the heavens and the earth. The word here for God is Elohim, which is plural and means rulers or judges. Rulers or judges, therefore, created bodies in motion. Sovereigns caused physical reality to become and operate as it does. For example, according to three laws of motion. Law 1. A body stays in motion unless acted upon by another body. Law 2. The force of a body in motion is equal to the mass of that body multiplied by its acceleration. And Law 3. If two bodies exert force on one another, these bodies have the same magnitude but opposite directions. The Bible says that bodies in motion, all caused to become by God the Father, through God the Son, by the power of God the Holy Spirit, are not the first thing to be created. King Solomon and his court say that wisdom was created before the heavens and the earth. In other words, before there were bodies in motion, Operating according to three laws of motion, there was wisdom. We find this in what is commonly known as the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verses 22 through 31. Solomon and his court writes, The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works, before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning, when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields, or any of the dust of the earth. I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary, 
so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world, and delighting in mankind. C-T-R-L To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, O God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. Is God calling you to put your faith in Christ? Talk to God and say, O oh God, I am a sinner, but you sent Jesus to die for my sins and pay for my transgressions. I trust Jesus as my Lord and Savior right now. Thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. After you talk to God, I want to hear from you. Email me at ctrl at tampabay.rr.com or call me at 727-599-1013. I want to help you in the beginning stages of your faith journey in Christ. I have been on mine for 56 years. Thank you.
Dr. Lamborn invites you to study the Bible with him at the Tampa Bay Center for Christian Thought. The current study is on the Apocalypse of John, better known as the Book of Revelation. The name of the study is The End, an American Perspective. If you're interested in end times events and especially how they affect you as an American, then you're invited. The next session is Sunday, January 28th from 4 to 7 p.m., with a dinner break from 5.15 to 5.45. There's no charge for this event, as CTRL is supported by its financing partners. Bring whatever study aids you want. The Tampa Bay Center for Christian Thought is located inside the ministry complex of Legacy Church, 3737 First Street North in St. Petersburg, Florida. For more information, call 727-599-1013 or email Dr. Lamborn at ctrl at tampabay.rr.com. We look forward to seeing you there. After bringing forth wisdom and created reality, the wisdom writer of our text extends this concept poetically, saying, When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Unquote. The Bible says that the molecular combination of two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen, H2O, or water, is constructed according to the wisdom of God. God desired that reality have water, 
He desired, according to that which was wise, that reality consists of the opposites of wet and dry. The Bible says that water was used in the construction of the Garden of Eden, where man was created and first placed. Moses and his court write in Genesis chapter 2. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye, and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden, where there it was separated into four headwaters. The name of the first is the Pishon. It winds through the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. The gold of that land is good. Aromatic resin and onyx are also there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It winds through the entire land of Cush. The name of the third river is the Tigris. It runs along the east side of Asher. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Bible says that shortly after the creation of the heavens and the earth, God used water to destroy all living things, save one family, and all species that rested with that family in the ark. We find this story in what is commonly known as Genesis chapter 6 through chapter 9. Genesis chapter 6 says that God destroyed the earth with water because of the wickedness of all mankind. Moses and his court writes, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord God said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. The Bible says that God called Noah to build an ark and to put all animals in it, two by two, along with his family. Then God brought rain upon the earth and closed the door to the ark, with Noah and his family in it. Moses and his court writes, 
For forty days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and greatly increased on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than fifteen cubits. Every living thing that moved on land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth and all mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals, and the creatures that move along the ground, and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth for a hundred and fifty days. Later on in Genesis, the Bible says that Jacob, son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, eleven generations removed from Noah and the flood, waters his sheep at a well he had discovered, which became known down through the centuries as Jacob's well. Moses and his court writes. Then Jacob continued on his journey, and came to the land of the eastern peoples. There he saw a well in the open country, where three flocks of sheep lying near it, because the flocks were watered from that well. The stone over the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone away from the well's mouth and water the sheep. Then they would return the stone to its place over the mouth of the well. Jacob asked the shepherds, "My brothers, where are you from?" "We're from Haran," they replied. He said to them, "Do you know Laban, Nahor's grandson?" "Yes, we know him," they answered. Then Jacob asked them, "Is he well?" "Yes, he is," they said. And here comes his daughter Rachel with the sheep. Look, he said, the sun is still high. It is not time for the flocks to be gathered. Water the sheep and take them back to pasture. We can't, they replied, until all the flocks are gathered and the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the well. Then we will water the sheep. While he was still talking with them. Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherd. When Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of his uncle Laban, and Laban's sheep, he went over and rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well, and watered his uncle's sheep. Folks, I hate to say it, but. What happens to me about this time in the show has happened once again. I am out of time. I am really looking forward to tomorrow morning. If you want to come to CTRL live tomorrow morning at the Fourth Street Panera Bread, we start at nine o'clock. It will be good food, good discussion among Christians, and good Bible study. Bring whatever study aids you want. Remember that your food receipt is how we pay for the room. 
Let not love and faithfulness, mercy and truth forsake you. Wrap them around your head and write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will have a good name and favor with both God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Keep your eyes on the resurrected Son of Man. Bye-bye, everybody, and favor unto all. 